yeah, bruh. Welcome to the TKD update presented to you by Moan McGee. Chicken or chicken? <laughs> Welcome in, Moan McGee on TKD. Big week this week. Mo found his first win. Good, congratulations. Thank you, Kevin. You know, finally, Russell Wilson rounds into form. CeeDee Lamb is showing that he's a wide receiver one. Cooper Cup does Cooper Cup things. Chris Godwin's back on the field getting 10 targets. Adam Thielen's playing well. Rashad Penny's running all over Detroit. <sighs> Feels but good to be a grinder, any Kevin. Those, are any of those guys playing as well as Devontae Adams, who you face this week after a big trade between Truck and Garrett? Yeah, um, this hurts. It's the third out of four weeks that uh, a big trade has culminated right before they play me. Um, so week one, uh, Swift lands Gabe Davis, who does outscore uh, Debo Samuel in that trade. wasn't the wasn't the huge difference maker, but it did happen. Last uh, in week three, nope, sorry, in week two. Murphy trades for Austin Eckler and Deontay Johnson right before we play. And then he beats me. And now Brad has culminated a trade right before he plays me where he lands Devontae Adams for Mike Williams and Alvin Kamara. Kevin, your instant reaction. We were recording um, some early, earlier episodes. Your instant reaction was fair trade. Are you still at that designation? Yeah, I, I think it's a fair trade. Um, I, I didn't run it through the trade charts, but um, to my eye, it, it looks good. Alvin Kamara hopefully is back for Garrett here, but Garrett was really just needing more players, and I think he gets two very playable players in Alvin Kamara, Mike Williams. Um, he's going to be able to play both those guys out of the gate here, provided Kamara is back and healthy. Um, but I mean, RB for a top wide receiver and uh, with the wide receiver as the kicker on, on the other end, um, I, I think it's pretty even. Yeah, so Garrett's probably going to run a lineup uh, this week with Teddy Bridgewater, James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Drake London, Mike Williams, Kyle Pitts, and Jacoby Myers. Do you feel better than if you ran out Cam Akers and Devontae Adams instead of those two guys that uh, he got. Yeah, I think so. Um, mainly because, I mean, you think about Kamara versus Cam Akers, and that's night and day. Cam Akers, you're probably hoping for five points. Kamara, you're getting five points, um, you know, hoping for 25. Um, and then I don't know who he would have been playing in this flex, but Mike Williams, as, you know, down of the year as he has been. There's not a lot of guys that are capable of two receiving touchdowns in a game, and he's one of them. Um, so the upside is there for Garrett's um, wide receiver two or flex. Um, I, I would feel better uh, better about it if I were him. Okay. Well, let's talk about the other side of that. That's Truck Nuts. Um, he now slides in Devontae Adams to a pretty scary receiving core. He has... Don Adams, Michael Pittman, and hopefully a healthy Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, you won't find many better three stacks than that in the league. No, that's about as good as it gets. Um, 
Brad, I think, becomes a contender with this. Um, yeah, he kind of splits up the um, two players, putting all the all the eggs in the one basket of Devontae Adams um, versus spread across two guys as far as injury risk. But most cases, if you get the better player in the trade, you're winning. And I think Devontae, player, Devontae Adams is the best player in that trade. Well, there you go. Uh, Kevin, let's whip around the scoreboard in week four. Um, uh, we had some high-scoring teams, none higher than Murphy, who we said that he won the trade when it happened. This was kind of what you saw. Austin Eckler, 34 big points to go along with Mike Evans, who had a big day, and Damian Pierce rounding into form. Murphy's is kind of a scary team. Yeah, the, and I, I've tried to put together a trade to send to Murphy, and honestly, there's not anything that I can really sell him, I, I don't think, um, because <laughs> he seems very solid at every position. Tight end's probably the weak spot, but if you're going to have a weak spot, that's probably the spot to have it. Absolutely. Uh, kind of surprising to see Kramer go down. Didn't think that would happen, except he has – two of the more underwhelming first-round picks or first-round talents in Jonathan Taylor and Jamar Chase. Um, They only combined for 15 points. Uh, He still scored over 107, which kind of says, tells you not to worry. Also has a pretty nice bench. Yeah. Um, Even if Jonathan Taylor does go completely down and out, which uh, obviously isn't the case yet, um, he would be just fine filling in Devin Singletary and Brees Hall. He probably falls from, you know, a top one or two contender to uh, certainly a playoff team, but but still a contender for the championship. First loss of the season, you can't feel bad if you're Kramer. Yeah. Uh, highest scoring matchup of the week, heartbreaker for, for Greg. This was 145 to 142. Greg would have beat 10 other teams in the league, or no, nine other teams in the league. Um, he just happened to play one of the ones he wasn't going to beat, and that's Carter. Uh, Carter is just really fucking good. Yep. Um, which is, I think, you and I both rank Carter, you know, kind of t- more towards the bottom after the draft. But uh, key for him is he hit on Clyde Edwards-Alaire, at least so far, and he hit on Miles Sanders um, so far. We knew that the wide receivers were going to be a strength. Um, he only got 10 points out of Stefan Diggs. He still put up 145. Um, scary, scary team there. I think Carter, even despite, even have, even if you ignore that he's 4-0, is probably a top one or two contender in the league. Yeah, and that's, and I think if you looked around, he definitely has the strongest bench of anybody. I mean, he has, uh, his bench would probably beat Garrett's team most week. He has Aaron Rodgers, Raheem Mostert, Damian Harris, Brandon Ayuk, Chris Olave, um, all would have been, you know, starters on a lot of other teams. So scary, scary team. Uh, Greg, you know, we said that he lost that trade pretty handily. However, Derek Henry and Marquise Brown have been studs for him. Um, so maybe a little bit more of an even trade than we thought. Yeah. Um, we, we did caveat it with what happens when, Andrew Hopkins comes up back. I think that's still going to be a big question mark, but at least in the meantime, um, if he can start racking up some wins, he only has one so far, but if he can put together another three or four 
put himself in contention, um, he, he he's going to um, probably be just fine. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at the same place I was uh, with Greg's team. I really want him to try to pivot away from having to start three running backs. Uh, he has three good ones. Trade one of those good ones for a really good right wide receiver, and I think this team would be ready to explode. I think with just the volatility of especially James Robinson and Derrick Henry to where, um, you know, Derrick Henry is surprising with his uh, pass-catching workload right now, um, but very dependent on rushing for just those two guys. If you can get rid of one of those two and start, you know, Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette or James Robinson and Leonard Fournette or I don't know, any combination of those three, put a better wide receiver in your flex. I think this team uh, could kind of ascend, um, even though him being one and three. And, and he did uh, su- suggest that Carter's bench could have outscored Garrett this week. Carter's bench did outscore Garrett's team 66 to 57. And actually Greg's bench scored 59 points would have also outscored Garrett's 57 point starters. Ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah, not good. Um, let's go to my matchup, Kevin. (laughs) Let's go to my matchup, Kevin, because I was the, uh, the fourth highest score of the week. I went off for 141. Finally, everything seemed to kind of come back into place for the grinders. Um, Cooper Cup and CeeDee Lamb, I think are just two top 10 wide receivers. That gives me a really nice floor every week. Yeah. Um, I still can't believe 19 targets out of Cooper Cup. Uh, you have to think that somebody is going to try to just take away Cooper Cup. I guess if the Rams keep on losing, then why would they worry about it that much? So we'll see. Um, RB2 is going to be an issue for you. Um, Khalil Herbert did enough here with 11.1, but... Uh, it's going to be patchwork, Kevin. Going? We'll see. It's going to we'll be patchwork. See. And you know um, what? I don't know, you know, I don't know who all listens to this. I hope everyone in the league, but um, I'm not trading CeeDee Lamb or Cooper Cup. So you can ask me about it every time. Um, you know, CeeDee Lamb's probably my keeper, and you'd have to be an absolute idiot to trade Cooper Cup. So, um, and Joe Mixon is my only running back, so I'm not going to trade him either. So there you go. Did you trade? Cooper Cup for CMC and Lamar Jackson. I believe you offered that, and I said no. Well, you I didn't did offer CMC offer that because I would never do that trade. <laughs> I was going to see how how stuck in the ground you are with them. But here's my problem, Kevin: is I want to trade with someone. I have three wide receivers that two of them are going to have to be on my bench every week that are good receivers that can start for a lot of teams. I have Curtis Samuel, Chris Godwin, Adam Thielen, all should be playing really well the rest of the season, have nice target floors. Um, No one seems to want them. So I guess let them marinate on my bench a little bit, see what happens. Kind of like we said pre-show, if I can get, you know, 20 from Mixon, Lamb, Cup, Godwin slash Samuel slash Thielen. I start pretty well. 
if Russell can continue to score 20 points, I think I win most of my matchups. So I'm coming in hot, Kevin. Weren't, weren't you trying to take Adam Thielen behind the woodshed and put him down after week two? Uh, yeah, but then he's had two good weeks in a row, Kevin. So now he's back in my good graces. I and also, have you hype up your team too much on the podcast. Kevin, oh, I, your bench also would have outscored Garrett, by the way. Yeah, I have a good bench. I won't, I won't keep doing that, Garrett. <laughs> Um, let's go over to Woods. Woods just unfortunately had a really down week across the board. Um, Mark Andrews had a non-Mark Andrews game. Terry McLaurin had a bad game. Um, Najee Harris had a bad game. I don't expect those all three to have bad games together ever again. So I think Woods is just fine. Um, two and two, he's in playoff position. I think he'll score enough points to get in there. Yeah, he's put together some really good weeks, even in losses. Um, Saquon Barkley had a not RB, the RB1 week this week. Um, if he does what he did the first three weeks, keeps it rolling, those guys are kind of back to what they have been doing. Um, I think Woods is in really good shape. Would like to see him not play an RB in the flex. He has a lot of good wide receivers there. Yeah, he does have a lot of good wide receivers, and I, I was going to – just mentioned that a reason why I didn't like Woods team going in is because I had no faith in the Seattle passing game. It's shown over the last two, three weeks that it can support both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, so, you know, he might fire both of those guys up week to week. Uh, let's go to Dan. Dan got a big win, 125 to 113 over truck nuts. Um, Brad couldn't wake up in time to take Alvin Kamara out of his roster. Uh, unfortunately, kind of buried him this week. Uh, I think he said if he would have put Zeke in where Kamara did and then put Pickens in, he would have won. He was never going to do that. Um, so, I don't, Brad, you can say whatever you want. Um, TJ Hawkinson and, and Justin Jefferson just buried him this week. Yeah, it, it was a three-horse race. Um for um, Swift here, Chubb, Jefferson, and Hawkinson all combining for um, 90 points all alone. Um, so just needed scraps, only four points from Mariota. Um, but he was just fine here. Um, still puts up 125. It'll be interesting to see what happens um, uh, with Corey. Can you imagine if... Can you imagine what, if Dan, what Dan's team would look like if he had a guy like... Um... I don't know, like Debo Samuel. Can you imagine? I thought we weren't going to do that anymore because it was mean. But you know what? This is the TKD League, and Brad is fired up for not getting shit about playing Alvin Kamara. So you know what? Maybe it's time to bring out the mean a little bit more. Gabe Davis has eight points over his last three weeks. How many points did Debo score? A lot. Debo scored 23 this last week. Gabe Davis has eight points over the last three weeks. Nice trade, Dan. <sighs> Interesting to see um, what happens with Cordero out. Um, does he, I mean, and Jahan Dotson's probably going to miss time. Is it Robert Woods that steps into the flex? Is, is he going to keep the running three running back plan going with Ramondre? Um, 
going to be some question marks, I think. Dan definitely needs a wide receiver. He should dump a running back for a wide receiver. I don't know why I haven't sent any trades his way. Well, I sent a couple, but not enough. And quarterback is a major, major issue with Dan. So we'll see what he does going forward. He's going to have to stream. Um, just hasn't picked the right ones yet. Kevin lost an absolute heartbreaker. One point. All you needed was for Debo to score 21 points. He ends up scoring 23. You take the one-point loss. Um, you know, Higgins didn't really have much of a – he didn't have a lot of success. Dalvin, 10 points. A.J. Brown, only 14. Um, Debo and Travis kind of came through late in the slate and took you out. Yeah. Um, it, it was looking pretty promising. Going into uh, those late games, um, I, I can't complain, though. If those guys played at noon, I probably just wouldn't have had as much confidence. It just hurts a lot more when it's Sunday night and Monday night that kills you. That's my only complaint. Just sticking the sword and twisting it, too. Um, Luke is at 2-2. Two and two. He's currently in eighth place. Is Luke a playoff team in your mind? Absolutely. I think Luke is a... Top four team in the league. Wow. Okay. Um, over on your side, Kevin, Christian McCaffrey finally pays off. Just not enough from your extra pieces. Yeah. RB2 is going to be a real rough spot here. I'm probably going to keep Trot and Travis Etienne out there until um, the Rams realize that Cam Akers is like averaging like 1.5 yards per carry. And then they start to play Daryl Henderson more. Um Travis Etienne just has a slightly more upside, but I don't feel good about it. Don't feel good about that. Don't feel good about Allen Robinson. I got a lot of stuff wrong. I need uh, Keenan Allen back, and I think this team looks a lot different, a little bit better, but I'm going to be scraping, scraping to make the playoffs, I think. Yeah, I mean, Kevin, let's talk about Romeo Dobbs. I think Romeo Dobbs is eight targets back-to-back. Aaron Rodgers in his press conference says, hey, look, I threw a – third down back shoulder fade in the end zone. I have a lot of confidence in Romeo Dobbs. Um, if you, if you get that right, uh, you know, with Brandon cooks, Keenan Allen, Romeo Dobbs slash Rashad Bateman, you could play the matchups there. Um, pretty good. Like you said, RB two is going to be, uh, your kind of bad spot, but Hey, co-host to co-host, we have bad RB two spots. That's what we do. Um, that's so that's exactly right. Lamar Jackson going to be MVP Lamar. <laughs> will hopefully be a little bit better. Sorry I let you guys down. I know everybody was hoping that I'd win there. <laughs> uh, let's uh, – this this matchup pissed me off the most because Derek Huber would not have beat any other team in the league. He would have gotten beaten by all the other teams in the league, all 10 teams. Uh, he just happened to be playing Garrett this week. Huber only scores 92 points. Melvin Gordon had negative 1.2. His two receivers, Waddle, Cooper, combined for seven points. Yet, he played against a team that only scored 57. So, Huber got the win. Huber's at 3-1. and one. Um, Is Huber a guy that you see people like Luke jumping? Yeah, I, I think so. Um the, the way I'm wrong is if Melvin Gordon, you know, kind of takes over um, that that running back 
um, spot for, for Denver and Mike Boone is a non-factor, but there's just a lot of question marks around there. Does Jerry Judy keep it going? Does Tyler Higby stay a top five tight end? Like um, Logan said he would. Like Logan said he would. I was not as confident. Um, has a lot of a lot of streaky guys. Um, he's going to win some games. Uh, he's going to lose a lot, I think, also, though. Um, I, th- I think Huber, in my opinion, is missing the playoffs despite being starting out 3-1. Yep, and we talked about Garrett's team. He did improve himself with a with a nice trade. Um, Devontae Adams was the only person who really did anything for this team this week. Um, so it is a little scary him trading away, but did get two starters in return. Loses Javante Williams for the season. Um, but you get DeAndre Hopkins back in a couple weeks. Uh, you know, I think Garrett's probably still the favorite to run the beer mile. And to uh, actually, I don't think he does have to run the beer mile because he already ran it. So he'll be dressed up in a little short skirt on the golf course. Yep. Uh, I don't think anybody's looking forward to that, but you know, <laughs> that's just the fun of it. Uh, Garrett, of course, texted after Tua goes down that he might not win a game this year. And that was before Javante Williams goes down for the year. Um, so needed to do the trade. I like that he did the trade. Um, had to give up his best player to do it. But like you said, there are some guys that have some upside between DeAndre Hopkins and Dak coming back at some point. Um, Brian Robinson is going to be into the fold again. Um, so some slightly intriguing pieces. Uh, we'll see if he makes another move. I think he has to make at least one more um, in order to not be the favorite to, to uh, get the punishment. But um, there are... Some things to not hate your team about. All right, Kevin, I'm going to ask you a question. We have me, the Grinders. Uh, We have Greg, Brad, and Garrett all down the list here. Uh, One in three or worse in Garrett's case. If it's not Garrett, who's running the beer mile slash getting dressed like a woman and playing golf? Um. Oh boy, tough. I really want it to be you, but I, I think Brad got a lot stronger from that trade. I think he's better than his record states. Um, I think it's probably Greg just by process of elimination. I don't think there's any real realistic shot that Greg does get last. But well, I do well, and here, like those other teams a little bit better than Greg's. Here's the problem with for Garrett is um, even Brad, who's second to last in points, almost has 100 more points than him. So in the standings, even if they end the season with the same record, even if Greg and or me ends the season with the same record as Garrett, we're going to just have so many more points than him that it really doesn't matter. Uh, so Garrett's going to have to start racking up wins uh, pretty badly. Poor Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really feel bad for him, though? A little bit, because I know he tried really hard this year, and I liked his team coming out of the draft a lot, but literally nothing has gone right. 
Devontae Adams has gone, right? And Devontae Adams is gone. I don't think there's another spot that's gone right for Garrett. Drake London, maybe? Kind of. Well, have fun with your keeper, Drake London. You can think about him <laughs> on all 18 holes. Garrett's going to be flopping ball out on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Nut out. Little skirt. Wait, do we... If you, do we... If you had to pick one of those three teams to run uh, to uh, get the punishment, who would you take if it's not Garrett? I think Brad. What if Cooper Cup gets hurt? <laughs> Kevin, I, I just told you, I, you. I, Kevin, I just told you I have five good run, or five good wide receivers to replace Cooper Cup. I mean, you're not repl- you're not replacing Cooper Cup, but I mean, I'm telling you guys, I know you don't want me to toot my own horn too much, but if Chris Godwin starts getting ten targets a game, Kevin, it's a problem for the rest of the league. It really is. I can't argue with that too much, but Joe Mixon goes down. There, there are ways. Joe Mixon goes down. I'm over. Joe Mixon goes down. Where you're in big trouble. It's tough for me to find those on other teams. Um, Greg also lacking some depth. If if T Higgins goes down, DeAndre Hopkins comes back. He's all of a sudden without any, you know, plus wide receivers. And but Brad. <sighs> Think Brad about the flip side. On the other side. side, has plenty of depth, so I think it's not Brad. I I, I would throw you you and Greg, uh, maybe Greg slightly more likely, but I think Brad's the safe one. I just once Jam- once DeAndre Swift goes back, can't start Jamal Williams, loses Alvin Kamara, he has to start Zeke, who hasn't scored over fourteen points. David Montgomery. Hasn't looked special when he's been playing. I don't know. Michael Pittman hasn't looked great. I mean, he does have Devontae a Mon Ross St. Brown and, and Devontae Adams now, though, <laughs> which is kind of dangerous. But, um, yeah, I, it's tough. Uh, it's most likely Garrett, but. Which out of the top six teams? currently um in the standings do you think is most likely to miss the playoffs huber after huber (laughs) huber's team is a house of cards (laughs) um mm. kevin your team kind of stinks to be honest i shouldn't be in the top six flip me and swift pick (laughs) swift's team kind of stinks okay Put Luca in there then. Uh, out of out of Carter, Kramer, Dusty, um, Woods, and Luke. That's five teams. Which of those five teams is most likely to miss the playoffs? I think I'm going to go with Woods, and I'm going to go with Woods because his bench. Is probably the weakest. I think if he loses 
Najee Harris or Saquon Barkley. He's in deep trouble. And I I don't love that he starts both Seattle receivers week to week. Terry McLaurin hasn't been special. So I think that's I would, where I would go. I would probably also pick Woods. I, I think if his path to missing the playoffs is either running back going down or losing the, the plus positional value of, of Mark Andrews. And you, you know, Kevin, for as much talent as you think that Luke has, I mean, he has the he has the third lowest points in the league. He's getting outscored by Greg and and you and me and <laughs> I mean real garbage teams. <laughs> seriously though, well, I'm Dalvin hasn't performed. I think what you expect him to be. AJ, Luke just has enough depth to, I think, be just fine. There's going to be injuries that happen on other teams. Other teams I don't think can survive. Luke, I think, can. I really wanted to say Kramer, but his team is just too good. Kramer will find a way to screw this team up somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I was looking at the league history, and I don't think Kramer's finished above uh, fourth place since now, um, <laughs> twenty sixteen or whenever we actually had all twelve teams in here. But yeah. this is Kramer's chance for a championship. This is, this is it, and he's getting cocky too. I just kind of want to drive down Des Moines and put him in this place a little bit, <laughs> take him to the High Life Lounge and just drink him under the table. Hey, we can arrange that, Kevin, anytime. Just go down to the lounge and, you know, if you if 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 you said, hey, Des Moines people, I'm at the High Life Lounge slugging them down, you'd probably get a good contingency to show up there. Yeah, we're going to have to see if we can make that happen. Yeah, once again, I, I, would like, I would like to say it would be fun to get all the boys together to watch a full slate of Sunday games. I think that would just be a lot of fun. Just go to a sports bar, all, you know, talking about your fantasy teams. But it's, it's almost impossible to get this group of guys together anymore. So we'll see. Yeah, you know what? I'll host. You guys can all come to Monroe. <laughs> you all can I, drive five hours to Monroe. I think uh, after Garrett's little tipsy turvy drive the time that we went out there i don't know if he'll ever go out there again <laughs> Garrett was white knuckling all the way back to to spring grove um we still haven't done matchup of the week for week five uh, we should oh, probably yeah. do that um i went ahead and i picked um the team with the two best records the teams with the two best records and cb versus um derek it doesn't look close on the projections. Do you think there's a chance that Huber takes down CB here, or is CB just walking in way too strong? Um, Huber does get a boost with Melvin Gordon, uh, potentially taking on more of a role this week. Um, I think if DeAndre Swift is healthy, I feel better about Huber. My problem is I just, you know, it's been four weeks and CEH and Miles Sanders are both playing well. 
I just don't believe in them long term enough where I think at some point they're both going to have some duds and it'll leave Carter kind of vulnerable. Um, you know, but that could also be offset by Diggs and Hill each scoring 40 points and doesn't really matter. So um, I'm going to go with Carter in this one. Um, and Since Huber's up against the wall a little bit here, I'd love a little lineup advice. If DeAndre Swift is um, does make a you know somewhat surprising um, uh, trip into the active list um, later in the week, and he's already played Melvin Gordon in the RB slot, is he playing Jerry Judy at flex, or is he breaking the Mo tried and true rule of uh, three RBs and putting DeAndre Swift in the flex? Well, the problem, Jerry Judy plays on Thursday, Kevin. Oh, no. Get him out of there. Huber, get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, if I was Huber, I'd be putting Jerry Judy in wide receiver spot. And then then you make a little bit of a tougher decision between Amari Cooper and DeAndre Swift. I'd probably go DeAndre Swift. But um, you know what I would like to see from Huber is use the tight end leverage that he has right now. He has two top five tight ends. Uh, you're not going to start two tight ends. Um, trade one. Uh, upgrade somewhere because he definitely can. Um, so that's my advice to Huber. Trade one of those tight ends. There's a lot of tight end needy teams out there. Uh, and I'm not going to gaslight Huber, but a realistic trade. Um, you're not getting the trade that you offered me for a tight end. Who he offered you? What? Who? What? Huber offered me a trade that, I, like I said, I'm not going to gaslight him, but he was asking for one of my top players for one tight ends. Oh, oh yeah, got to be realistic. Upgrade, upgrade but... your running back position or upgrade your your wide receiver position. Don't yeah try to take down the. Don't try to win it all with Zach Ertz in a trade. Um, I I do think that. What gives Huber a chance is Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill facing off against each other with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. There's a decent chance that only one of them thrives. So if it's Waddle over Tyreek Hill, I think that puts Huber in a lot better position than what we see in the projections. Well, there you go. Um, that's uh, That's been Moen McGee on TKD. A little, bit, a little bit longer one than usual, but a uh, lot to break down. Um some good matchups this week. I think, you know, me and Brad facing off two one and three teams fighting for playoff life. I think the winner of that has a good chance at making playoffs. The losers fighting a big time uphill battle. Absolutely. Um, playoff baseball coming. I know everybody's rooting for the Cardinals. Go Cards. Fuck you. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Uh, I'm not going to stay on and talk about that. So see ya.